to Throwback, a country music podcast, and I am your host, Britt Jones, coming to you from the beautiful state of Georgia. This week, my special guest is 90s hit maker Wade Hayes, known for his number one single, Old Enough to Know Better, which shot his first album, Straight to Gold, selling over 500,000 copies. He had many more hits, which we will discuss in the interview later in this show. But first off, I want to go over the nominees for this year's CMA Awards. It will be on ABC, 8 p.m., November 14th. Let's go over these uh, nominees, and I will give you my pick. You give me your pick. Here we go. Entertainer of the Year. Nominees are Jason Aldean, Luke Bryan, Kenny Chesney, Chris Stapleton, Keith Urban. My pick is Chris Stapleton. I believe it's his year. Uh, it's, it's, it's a long time coming, and I believe he will be the Entertainer of the Year. Single of the Year. Nominees are Broken Halos, Chris Stapleton, Drinking Problem, Midland, Drowns the Whiskey, Jason Aldean, featuring Miranda Lambert. Meant to be, B.B. Rexa and Florida Georgia Line. Tequila, Dan and Shea. The single of the year will be, and I believe this, Meant to Be. I believe Meant to Be will be the single of the year. It has been number one for like 46 or 47 straight weeks in a row on Billboard Country Charts. That's my pick. What's your pick? Female Vocalist of the Year. Nominees are Kelsey Ballerini, Miranda Lambert, Marin Morris, Casey Musgraves, and Carrie Underwood. My pick for this award is Marin Morris. She has had a very successful year in country and pop. Male Vocalist of the Year. Nominees are Dirks Bentley, Luke Combs, Thomas Rhett, Chris Stapleton, Keith Urban. My pick for Male Vocalist of the Year is Chris Stapleton. Vocal Duo of the Year, Brothers Osborne, Dan and Shay, Florida Georgia Line, Maddie and Tay, and Sugarland. The Vocal Duo of the Year will be Florida Georgia Line. That's my pick. The New Artist of the Year, Lauren Elena, Luke Combs, Chris Jansen, Midland, and Brett Young. My pick for New Artist of the Year is Chris Jansen. Vocal Group of the Year, Lady Antebellum, Lanco, Little Big Town, Midland, Old Dominion. My pick for the Vocal Group of the Year will be Little Big Town. Album of the Year, From a Room, Volume 2, Chris Stapleton, Golden Hour, Casey Musgraves, Graffiti U, Keith Urban, Life Changes, Thomas Rhett, The Mountain, Dirks Bentley. My pick for Album of the Year will go to Chris Stapleton with From a Room, Volume 2. The Song of the Year, Body Like a Back Road, Sam Hunt, Broken Halos, Chris Stapleton, Drowns the Whiskey, Jason Aldean featuring Miranda Lambert. Drunk Girl, Chris Jansen, Tequila, Dan and Shay. My pick for Song of the Year is Drunk Girl, Chris Jansen. 
musical event of the year. Burning Man, Dirks Bentley featuring Brothers Osborne. Dear Hate, Marin Morris featuring Vince Gill. Drowns the Whiskey, Jason Aldean featuring Miranda Lambert. Everything's Gonna Be Alright, David Lee Murphy and Kenny Chesney. Meant to Be, B.B. Rexa and Florida Georgia Line. The musical event of the year, I believe, will go to Florida Georgia Line and B.B. Rexa for Meant to Be. The music video of the year. Babe, Sugarland featuring Taylor Swift. Cry Pretty featuring Carrie Underwood. Drunk Girl, Chris Jansen, Marry Me, Thomas Rhett, and Tequila, Dan and Shay. My pick for music video of the year is Babe, Sugarland featuring Taylor Swift. It's a very, very good video. Pretty funny as well. You can go to YouTube and search Babe, Sugarland, Taylor Swift, and you will find the music video. Those are the nominees for this year's CMA Awards, ladies and gentlemen. Something I thought would be a lot of fun is if I went back 20 years to the CMA Awards in 1998 and researched who won the awards that year. Who were the 90s artists that year that, that brought home gold? Well, here you go. This was 20 years ago, mind you, and you got to understand... Things are a lot different now in country music world. Different sounds. But man, in 1998, let me tell you, the sounds of these artists were just so incredible. They were rich vocals, great songwriting, and I, I mean, I loved country music in 1998. And here's the reason why. So, you've got Entertainer of the Year from the one and only Garth Brooks. Female Vocalist of the Year was Trisha Yearwood. Male Vocalist of the Year, George Strait. Then you had Single of the Year for the singer that was Holes in the Floor of Heaven, Steve Warner. Album of the Year went to Tim McGraw with Everywhere. Horizon Award, Dixie Chicks. Vocal Group of the Year was also the Dixie Chicks. Vocal Duo of the Year. That year was Brooks and Dunn. They won it several times. Music Video of the Year, This Kiss with Faith Hill. And for the songwriter, the song of the year was also Holes in the Floor of Heaven, written by Billy Kirsch and Steve Warner. Vocal Event of the Year, one of my favorite female artists of all time, Patti Loveless. And one of the most soulful, pure voices in country music ever, George Jones. The song was You Don't Seem to Miss Me, and it was a great one. Musician of the Year that year went to Brent Mason for the guitar. All right, the top videos this week from Great American Country. Number 10, Old Dominion with Hotel Key. Keith Urban, Never Coming Down. Marin Morris, Rich. Luke Combs, She Got the Best of Me. Luke Bryan. Sunrise, Sunburn, Sunset. Coming in at number five, Brothers Osborne, Shoot Me Straight. Number four was Midland with Burnout. Number three, Scotty McCreary with This Is It. Number two, Carrie Underwood, Love Wins. And the number one video this week is Lose It by Kane Brown. Those are compiled by Great American Country and they are fan voted. Great American Country is definitely one of my absolute favorite channels to watch. GAC. Great programming. And, um... Uh, They've got some really good shows. You should check it out. All right. Now we move forward. 
Uh, like I said earlier, Lori Morgan, Jamie O'Neill, and today is Wade Hayes. Wade Hayes is one of my favorite voices and artists and entertainers from the 90s. We had a great conversation. He called me from his farm outside of Nashville. He has some really good stories to tell. I hope you enjoy it. Without further ado, here is Wade Hayes. One. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with country music star Wade Hayes. Wade, thank you so much for joining the show today. It is my pleasure, Britt. Thank you for having me. Well, man, when you turned on the radio in the 1990s, the middle to late 90s of the, what I consider one of the eras of golden music, uh, you were sure to hear a Wade Hayes song. Not only that, <laughs> <laughs> and that's true, man, not only that, but in the 90s, uh, and I'll just dive right into it. You could also turn the radio on and know exactly who the singer was without the DJ telling you. Your voice captured. <laughs> you know what I mean. Your voice captured. Uh, uh, unfortunately, you're you're very spot on. Yeah, I, there. I, I feel the same way. But thank you for that compliment, and I I share your um, opinion on the '90s music. It was just some of my favorite music ever made. Yeah. Brooks and Dunn, Joe Diffie, Alan oh. Jackson, Mark Chestnut, John Barry, uh, you know, it's just yeah. very, very talented people and, and, and very musical music is the oh. only way I can make to describe it. It was very musical. When I, w I was driving today and I thought to myself, was there ever really an artist from the 90s era that I didn't like? And uh, oh, yeah. I'm telling you, it was the it was like. An artist would put out a record and it'd go gold just like that, yeah. you know. And uh, oh yeah, it, it's just crazy to think. And so here's my question: uh, Not only did your voice capture this truth and just, in my opinion, just that traditional good country soul, why do you think fans back then could distinguish singers uh, and know who they were without the the DJ telling them who it was? Um, I I think. You know, I think probably the music was more traditional and it was more lyrical driven. Yeah. Um, these days, it's more melodic and beat driven, I feel like. Right. You know, there there weren't any drum loops back then or very rarely used. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think the lyrics were tighter. Um, I also think, you know, that it was a more traditional sounding music. And that that's probably one of the biggest things right there. You know, there are a lot of um, artists that are trying to cop more of a, a pop, yeah. um, feel with their vocal chops even, yeah. you know, and, um, it's not just straightforward. Right. So I think, you know, you get everybody doing the same vocal chops, then maybe you might get, you know, people sounding just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, very similar to hey, one another. You know, and speaking of John, I, I just thought of this. Uh, he told me he believes country music and radio goes in these cycles and that eventually maybe we'll get back to that that type of traditional sound, which I hear a lot in like, you know, of course, uh, oh, yeah. Stapleton and even Casey Musgraves, these sounds that these people are putting out that aren't like traditional or current radio artists. And uh, so I, I, I 
You just named two of my very favorite current oh. artists. I was just <laughs> listening to Casey today. And Stapleton, I've been a fan of his for many, many years. I and bet. could not understand why he wasn't the biggest thing in music. Golly. And then finally he got his break, yeah. which is well-deserved. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, William Michael Morgan, I think, is a really good artist. I like, he's he's really into traditional sound. He's a very yeah. good singer. Yeah. Um, there's a new kid I'm working with. Um, from Texas that I think is going to be a big star someday soon is a guy named Matt Mercado. Oh. And uh, he, he's a, a young uh, cowboy from Texas, a real deal cowboy. Um, Heck yeah. Just very handsome young man and, and a good singer, very polite. And, uh, you know, he's going to have girls going crazy over him. <laughs> he's a good, good kinda traditional like, kinda like country you singer. Did. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I'm crusty, brother. I am crusty. I'm not a young man anymore. Uh, well, speaking of that, do you uh, are you working with artists? From I mean, are you developing artists, producing, or writing with? Well, I would. I don't know if I have the patience for that. <laughs> I, I do. Love, I've I've played on other people's records. Yeah, and um, I do like to write songs. Yeah. And I, you know, that's that's one of my dreams that I did not get to realize is uh. to have a hit on another artist that I wrote, and uh, that would just be, you know, that would be the end all for oh, me. That would heck be, yeah, I, uh, just uh, such a thrill. Yeah, I, I had Jamie O'Neill on the show a few uh, days ago, and she was talking about how she finally got a cut by Martina McBride, and it was the song "How Far," uh, and I think yeah. it reached the top five, uh, maybe number one. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. She talked about how what it did for her you know she she was yeah. more into that than being a performer <laughs> you know i i can certainly see how that would be and you mentioned another lady there jamie yeah that is such a fine singer and a fine human being i yes. really think the world of her. oh she's sweetheart um well let's uh keep on going uh i tell you right now the past few years i guess maybe 2015 i might be wrong uh, you put out two albums, which I think are incredible. The Go You Live Your Life. Oh, uh, thank you. And I, I'm telling you, my f and I watched the music video today for Go Live Your Life. And oh, yeah. uh, I'm telling you that, I mean, that song has so much emotion in it, man. And uh, that, that was a very interesting story. I just did a commercial. It was like a, a, a I'm trying to, it's, it's a TV commercial or, um, a blog commercial or something for Vanderbilt Hospital. Oh. I think, you know, they, it was a two-day shoot, and they brought in a full film crew, so I'm assuming it's going to be a TV thing. I don't know. Sweet. But anyway, and, and that song was used in that. And uh, the story, if if you don't mind me telling you the oh, story go right ahead. that song, I appreciate you asking. Was, Definitely. You know, that every word of that song is true. and. Mm. And the idea of that song came from my oncologist, um, Dr. Jordan Berlin at Vanderbilt, mm -hmm. and uh, sitting in his office and going over my blood work after I'd been through stage four cancer twice. Yeah. And it took me years um, to get through that. And mm. he was wanting to take my port out. You know, that's where they administer chemotherapy. And I didn't want him to because I was afraid, you know, that it was going to come back again. And, yeah. and uh, he said, and go, you need to go live your life. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. Uh. So I, I had to write that song with a songwriting buddy here in town named Bobby Pinson, who's written a bunch of big Oh, hits. yeah, I great know writer. him. He's great. 
but anyway, so that's where that song came from. And it was, you know, just out of those were the exact words out of his mouth. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. So man, I had to write the song. Well, I truly believe, and I was reading, you studying up on your, your bio and stuff. Uh, you are living out your purpose, man. Uh, being I hope by so. that. I, you are. There are days I don't know uh, what in the world I'm still doing here, you know, but, <laughs> yeah. but uh, I try to help people when I can. I do a lot of speaking engagements nowadays at, at uh, cancer events yeah. because it's so, it's so rare to survive stage four uh, colon cancer. Man, it's just almost unheard of. That's straight up God and, right there. Well, it's, yeah, it's, it's, he, God made it, uh, completely clear. Yeah. That he's <laughs> the reason I made it through and yeah. so many of others, unfortunately don't. And yeah. I'm still trying to figure out what I'm, I'm do, supposed to do here. I really, really am trying. But mm, man, anyway. I, yeah. <laughs> Being purged, man. I believe you are that God's got you in his hand. He's got some big plans for you in the future. Um, I sure hope so. Yeah. I would love to do. I'd love to make another splash in some way. You will, uh, in a positive way. Oh, yeah. on this planet, you know, you, for something for somebody. It's coming. I, I believe something big's around the corner. I really do. I am so drawn to this song right here, "Full Moon Summer Night." Oh, I, thanks, man, man. I cannot quit listening to it. Not only I wrote, but, I wrote the, I, I like that song too. I wrote that song with Mark Colley. Yeah. And uh, I, I was out here. I've got a little acreage out here east of Nashville. Yeah. And I was out uh, one night late, and there was a full moon out in the summertime, and that song just started coming out. And uh. Uh, it was just, you know, just reminded me of when I was a young man, and I had those feelings. Yes. And, and uh, But I appreciate that. I didn't think anybody noticed that song, Shoot, and it was dude. one of my favorites on that record. I owned every Mark Colley album in the 90s, let me tell you. Dude, he's great. That he's, guy's a good songwriter. Oh, man. And uh, you see him on stinking movies all the time. I know. TV. It's crazy. Just, uh, you know, he's, he's a very interesting guy, a uh, smart guy. Yeah. A good songwriter. Ah, that's awesome, man. Um, I, I also read that you like to restore old pickup trucks. Is that true? That is true. <laughs> I've, awesome. got, I've got uh, two of them here at the house right now. I've got... A 73 Ford uh, four-wheel drive, oh. and I've got a 74 Chevrolet short bed, and uh, it's it's my fun truck. It's it's the one that I kind of tootle around in, and, yeah. and uh, actually one of the that's that truck in uh, in uh, sorry my dogs are <laughs> <laughs> loud drinkers so, but um, <clears throat> the the Ford is in that video for Go Live Your Life. That yeah, I saw um, it. So that's the one. Yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, wow. it's a '73 with a '79 front clip on it. Ah, uh. yeah, it's a cool old truck. It, it's a it's a tank, man. Yeah, it'll go over anything. And you drive it around some, or you try to? Oh yeah, I drive it. I drive it all the time. Oh, it's hey. kind of my work work truck. Yeah, but, uh, the other one's the fun truck. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, well, g g going back to your latest record, Old Country Song. I, I listened to uh, the tracks today. Uh, of course, I've uh, I had already heard Full Moon Summer Night, but uh, what yeah. inspired you to make that album? Well, you know, it's it's I just had a bunch of, um, or I had a few songs that I wanted to record, and 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 I, you know, I I didn't write everything on that record. Yeah. I, I looked to some buddies mm -hmm. and cut you know some of my favorite songs. Um, but it was 
exactly the thing that spurred that album on. But I love the title I I, of oh, the album. Oh, thank you. But, I think there, there, you know, there are probably one or two songs on there that I liked. Yeah, and I wanted to get recorded, and um, and I figured, you know, why just not make a whole record? So exactly, and I'm actually kind of in the process of doing that again right now. I've got, I just recorded some songs that I'd written that, then one of which we just shot a video for. Wow! And it's a song called "Who Saved Who," mm. and it's about uh, my old dog Jack. He was a stray dog. Uh, I found out on the highway about midnight one night, um, 10 years ago, about 10 years, nine years ago. And, uh, he just, uh, he came up literally, you know, he had holes all in him and covered in ticks, skinny. And he just jumped up in my my truck and sat down and, uh, like looked at me like, okay, I'm ready. uh, And, uh. (laughs) I took him him home. Yeah. And he's been the best dog I've ever had. I I love him so much. And, and uh, he's getting really white now. His face has really gotten white. I I saw him in the morning light a while back and just teared up. Mm. I I can't imagine a day without that dog. And and that song started coming out. And so anyway, um, I started doing it at writer's nights and stuff and we decided to record it. So, and then I'm, course had to you know if you book a session you don't want to just record one song so yeah, exactly i had several others written i needed to get down so yeah um we may be you know halfway through an album right now so i don't know <laughs> do you uh, well does your your new well after listening for one um i still love that you stay true to what i i consider your roots uh there's no like we were talking about earlier those uh the fake drums and loops and stuff. I mean, I just love that you yeah. stay true to who you are. Man, I'm not smart enough to do anything else. To be honest <laughs> with you, that's just that stuff is beyond me. And I just I like musical music. If that makes any sense at oh, all, I like yeah. instruments to be played. Yeah, and I love fiddle and steel guitar. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm still very much into traditional country music. Man. Very much into it. Yeah. And, uh, even, you know, there's a lot of root stuff that I dig. Like, you you, you mentioned uh, uh, Casey Musgrave. Yeah. You know, she's kind of a roots artist, yeah. but she's kind of labeled as, but her music is, is good. She's, I, I dig her. I heard her doing Kansas City Star, that old Roger Miller tune today. You're kidding. I want to hear and, that now. Oh, it's awesome, man. And I thought, well, that is just the coolest thing. So Well, it's crazy. She, she's very, she's, you know, she's one of the bright new stars and, yeah, this is, I'm not digging, putting a dig on anybody else, but I, I, I guarantee you 90 percent of the other girls out there today don't even know who Roger Miller is. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, and the fact that she covered that tune yeah. says a lot for her. It does. I agree. I agree. It speaks volumes of who she really is. I think. Oh yeah, yeah, um, she's cool, man. She's a cool breeze. I met her once briefly. Yeah, and she was very, very quiet, and and um, she's a pretty lady. Too very pretty up, up close, but yeah, I've enjoyed watching her. Super on TV. talented. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's good. She's super, yeah. uh, super talented. Yeah, she uh, she just got off the road with. Uh, she was on the Little Big Town tour, and uh, 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 she was one of the opening acts. So she's a uh, she's great, man. Uh, oh yeah, fantastic. Well, for the listeners listening, uh, let's go through some of these singles that were so big in the nineties. Uh, old enough to know better. I'm still dancing with you. Don't stop. 
my very favorite single on the radio was What I Meant to Say. That's mine. Oh. Uh, on, a, <laughs> on a Good Night. Uh, the Day She Loved Tulsa, that's also one of my top three Hayes uh, songs. And then How Do You Sleep at Night. And I always loved your version of Wichita Lineman. Oh, man, thank you. You know, it's funny that you would say that because we st- that's still one of the most requested songs that I get. Oh, really? During the live shows, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that is, but um, I do love that song. I love it. That's, huh. that's um, to me... Songwriting perfection, right uh, there. Is that not the truth? Uh, yeah, that uh, song came out the year I was born, and it's still—it's been one of the most covered country songs around. You know. But, well, I not blowing smoke, but you're the one that does it best, in my opinion. Oh man, uh, thank you. I appreciate well, it. Well, and <clears throat> so speaking of shows, do you try to include your your biggest hits in every show, or do you ever leave a few out and people come up to you and say, "Why didn't you do this song or that?" Or how do you how do you go back? Yeah. That sometimes we get to having fun, yeah, and um, either doing new songs or doing covers, yeah, and of course of of traditional um, music, mm-hmm. and I forget to do uh, one of the hits, <laughs> run out of time, and, and people did they uh, always uh, let me know that they did not appreciate me not doing that, <laughs> but uh, I try to get to them, you know, I, I really. I'm just so thankful to have had those. Oh, yeah. Still, yeah. Still uh, get to play. Yeah. And I'm just so thankful for yeah, that. Yeah, man. I, I see you got some uh, date. You got an Oklahoma date coming up. Yeah. Yeah. This uh, this Friday in Norman, Oklahoma, we were supposed to go. And I had a couple of days in Panama City Beach. Yeah. Um, the, oh. um, that Saturday. And, of course, that gig got oh, man. postponed because of the storm. It, it really wrecked it down there. I wonder what it did to the uh, to that resort. Yeah, I, well, they, I haven't heard, but that's but, so sad, um, man. I do. Yeah, it's devastating. It really, Me- Mexico yeah. Beach got hit so hard. Not oh, um, it looks like a bomb went off. It does. Off My there. heart breaks I, for them. Absolutely, prayers for those folks. Yes, sir. Sure. Um, well, a few more questions. When your career took sure. off. Um, well, first, how did you get signed by Columbia? I mean, what was that? I mean, you know, what was your breakthrough with Columbia? Well, um, I had moved to town not intending to be an artist. I wanted to play lead guitar for a star wow. and be their kind of right-hand man, you know, be their harmony singer and guitar player. You're kidding. And that was the goal. That's awesome. No, and uh, I actually... I played lead guitar for another artist from Oklahoma a show, at a showcase, and there uh-huh. were a bunch of record label people there, and they noticed me, and for some reason, I don't even know why. And I was just a skinny, lop-eared, lop-eared kid, and uh, they, I, I met some, uh, the dude I wrote primarily all the first hits with, a guy named Chick, Chick Reigns, through that showcase, and we started writing, and... Uh, um, had a couple of number one songs written fairly quickly. Mm. And um, he took me to Sony Tree Music Publishing. Yeah. And which was affiliated with, um, you know, Sony bought Columbia and Epic. Right. So I'd gotten a, a publishing deal there at Sony Tree, and that just went right into a record deal at Columbia. Mm. So, yeah, 
Um, it, it moved very, very quickly so once I moved to Nashville. When that took off, what what kind of whirlwind of emotions did you go through when like Old Enough came out, and then you know, I mean, you're is that a blur now? It's. I will tell you, it, it was a blur. Um, it was the best time of my entire life. Uh, Most exciting. You know, I was a kid from a very small town in Oklahoma, uh-huh. very rural community, farm community. I went to the same school from kindergarten through 12th grade. It was that size of town. Yeah. And uh, I had never been on an airplane. I had barely been out of Oklahoma. I think I went to Texas once or twice, and that was it. And I moved to Nashville, and all of a sudden I'm flying every day to a new state and seeing the ocean for the first time and, uh. and seeing, you know, it was just an amazing, amazing time. And just so thankful. I thank God for that time. It was, uh. um, it was incredible. Yeah. Uh, who'd you tour with those first couple of years? The first big tour I was on was Tracy Lawrence and Tracy oh, was really gosh. hot at the time. Yeah. And, and then I got the Brooks and Dunn tour after that, and I was out with them for two years. Wow. And then I was on the Alan Jackson tour uh, that next year. And Jeez. then after, that was the last big tour I was on. Yeah. And and um, it, was, it was a very exciting time. It Which was one was your favorite? I'll put you on the spot. <laughs> I loved the Brooks and Dunn tour. Uh, I loved it. They're just a bunch of professional guys and of course i was a big brooks and i was a big tracy lawrence fan uh-huh. and uh you know tracy and i actually became friends through that and, and uh um but the brooks and dunn was was just it was big stuff to me yeah and uh i loved it i loved their music and and um it was a, it was an incredible time um i i love ronnie dunn's voice <laughs> Yeah, um, he is an incredible singer, but I tell you, Kix Brooks is one of the nicest, most genuine human beings um, I know, and I've I, heard I that. owe him yep. a huge. De- he's when he heard that I had cancer, he got me into Vanderbilt wow. with these, these doctors. That, yeah, um, and I'm convinced, had he not done that, I wouldn't be alive. So I owe him a huge, that's, huge debt. That's so cool. And you know, speaking of artists that you can pick out. There's no one that sounds like Kix Brooks when he sings a song. Oh, no. And, he's you know, he's a good songwriter. Yeah. Good, he's a good guitar player. Yeah. And just a super smart guy, too. He That's has awesome. a lot of, of irons in the fire here in Nashville. He's a, yeah. he's a very smart man and with a big heart. Uh, um, well, before we play Rapid Fire with Wade Hayes, be sure to go to wadehayes.com for all tour dates, news, and music. And I believe this is correct. You can follow him on Twitter, at wadehayes1. Is that right? Yeah, I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I started following you today, and I'm trying to remember if that's it or not. <laughs> but yeah. I, I believe it's Wade Hayes with the number one. Um, well, Wade, man, we're going to close out the show with what we call rapid-fire questions. I do this each week with a different artist. And basically, okay. whatever I ask, just the first thought that comes to your mind, you say it. Uh, um, okay. And I might say a name. And the first thought that comes to your mind, it's really fun. Uh, when I, when Jamie had a blast with it a few days ago. So uh, let's try this. Hey, okay. I'm sure it'll be fun for you. I'm not the sharpest tack in the box, man. I'm just warning you. Well, you might give me a good laugh then. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm betting that will happen. Uh, all right. Favorite career highlight so far? Favorite career highlight? Um, I, the first number one. Ah. It was uh, number one for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just the 
unbelievable thrill. I never thought it could happen. And that album went gold, correct? It did, sure did. Yeah. Favorite venue you've ever played? Um, I would have to say uh, the Grand Ole Opry, the Ryman Auditorium. Yeah, yeah. And that, I bet that's special, isn't it? It's a, it's a thrill. I actually, I went with John one night um, and got to hang out backstage and walk through the halls. And man, you, it's like you get yeah. you get cold chills. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Uh, favorite hit song you like to play live? I would say old enough to know better. It's still fun. Yeah. After all this time. That's awesome. Uh, Randy Owen. An incredible man. Um, a mentor. Um one of the most talented people I know. He still sings like you're listening to a record, and that is no lie. Yes, sir. And he's been very, very good to me, and I care deeply for him and his family. I saw them a few years ago on their reunion tour, and it, he sounded just like he did 20 years ago. Yeah. Great um, singer. Great singer. Merle Haggard. Um, my biggest influence, for wow. sure. I love that. Awesome. Loretta Lynn. A uh, huge influence. I loved her early, early stuff. Yeah. And, uh, the fact she's still, um, around and, and still making music is pretty incredible. And when you get a chance, you need to, uh, YouTube her new record. It is really, really good. Oh man, that's cool. She, I mean, she really still works it. Man. She really does. Uh, Dolly Parton. Um, I love playing Dolly Wood. <laughs> I've played it many times. Um, uh, I met her briefly. I did a show, a festival with her, oh. and saw her as she was getting out of her limousine, walking up the steps to the stage. And that's that's the extent of that, but extremely talented lady. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Paycheck. Another influence I was just listening to, Only Hell My Mom Ever Raised, yesterday mm. on the radio. Classic. Um, great, great record. Slot off your satin sheets. Great record. Um, a very, very traditional country singer you know yes great uh two more conway twitty okay big influence um i've got a song of his called julia which came out the year i graduated high school i think uh, or maybe the year after yeah um on this latest album it's uh -huh. always been one of my favorite records of his yeah and uh it was towards the end of his career but just a great great sounding record and man, how many number? Do you know off the top of your head how many number ones he had before he passed? I have no idea. I mean, it's, it it's up there. I mean, he was, he had yeah. he had a record. Uh, he set a record uh, for a while. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, and you know, just a guy that kept reinventing himself, yeah. and and really a smart guy and very good singer. Last but not least, George Jones. George Jones, believe it or not, was not that big of an influence on me. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, as as um, I got older, I appreciated his vocals more um, than I did when I was younger. He was a great, I mean, great singer. I did a couple of shows with him mm -hmm. um, back in the day, and he actually introduced me as Tim McGraw one time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was up there with Faith Hill. We were both on stage singing rocking chair with him. And he introduced, he just assumed since I was standing next to Faith, I was Tim. So, Oh, man, that's that's awesome. Uh, yeah, but incredible vocalist. <laughs> yes. Uh, man, thank you so much for uh, spending time with us today. 
It was my pleasure. And Thank you, you. Yeah, man. You've been terrific. Guys, you've got to check out this new album, uh, Old Country Song. It is awesome. Even the album before that, uh, you, you will love it. And it was called uh, Go Live Your Life. Um, download the songs. They're, they're awesome. Wade is still touring. Uh, he's really not old, guys. He just started when he was really young. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and, getting pretty old, man. <laughs> uh, but anyway, thank you so much, and uh, we will talk to you soon. Listeners, have a great day. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the show this week. Wade Hayes was awesome, and I'm so glad you were able to hear that interview. He beat cancer twice, stage four at that. What amazing guy, what an amazing guy he is. If you get a chance, go to wadehayes.com for tour info, news, and his brand new record. It is so good. Do me a favor, if you're listening to this podcast on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, subscribe to this uh, show, Throwback, a country music podcast. Please subscribe to it, download it. That helps the show grow tremendously. Also, do me a favor, as we are in the the growing stages of our show, give us a, a rating. Right there on your screen, it'll show you the uh, one, two, three, four stars, maybe five star ratings. Uh, But give me a great rating and write a quick review. This helps me be able to grow the podcast and to invite more guest country music stars. Thank you for the support. You can visit us at facebook.com forward slash throwback country music. You can visit us on the web at www.throwbackcountrymusicpodcast.com That is throwbackcountrymusicpodcast.com There you will see links to my Instagram, to Twitter, also to Facebook. We have a live show on Facebook every Monday night at 9 o'clock Eastern. You can watch that show on facebook.com forward slash throwbackcountrymusic And I will hopefully be able to entertain you on that episode or one of those episodes at Facebook Live. We do a lot of fun things on there. We play music. I play music from the 90s. I uh, do my own cover versions of those. And we do podcast review. The review time is where we just talk about a little bit about the podcast. I don't give away too much. But I'll talk about the upcoming episodes, behind the scenes, things that happened uh, during the interviews, before and after. So be sure you join me, 9 o'clock on Monday nights. Thank you so much. You guys rock. I'll see you next Monday with my interview with Ty Herndon. He has sold several million copies of records. He had hits in the 90s, so many of them. What mattered most was a big one. Living in a moment was a huge one. So be sure you check out that episode next Monday. Have a great week. See you later.